today's daf is Yivamus daf lamed, daf lamed Gimel. We are holding on daf Lamed Beis Amid Beis, or actually we, had, we I think we finished daf Lamed Beis Amid Beis. We're at the very top of daf Lamed Gimel Amid Aleph. Yesterday we started the sugya of Ein Iser Chal Al Iser. That if you already have something that's Aser, a second Iser cannot be Chal on the same Chefsa Shal Iser. And we began to discuss possible exceptions of Iser Mosif, Iser Kolel. The discussion began because we spoke about a case where if um, if a if a uh, man, if two brothers are married to two sisters, so uh, Ruvain's wife is not is is uh, is not only Shimon's brother's wife, but he's also Shimon's she's also Shimon's wife's sister. What if Shimon is Boel Ruvain's wife, or what if Ruvain is Boel Shimon's wife? Did you violate one Isur? Did you violate two Isurim? So we had a machlokas. Rabbi Yossi said that Yechayev Allah Mishum Eishasach U Mishum Achos Isha. Yechayev twice. And Rabbi Shimon said, No, Eino Chayev Allah Mishum Eishasach Bovad. You're only Chayev once. Whichever Isur came first, that's the one you're Chayev for. So we're going to keep coming back to that machlokas Tanaim, where Rabbi Yossi said there are two Chayuvim, and Rabbi Shimon said there's one Chayuv. And then, yeah, in, uh, toward the end of yesterday's daf, we had three different cases where we had a machlokas between Rabbi Chia and Bar Kapara, and they both swore to their shitos that they were correct, where we had three different cases that it seemed like there were two Isurim in play, and in each case Rabbi Chia said you're Chayiv Shtayim, and Bar Kapara said you're only Chayiv Achas. The three cases were a czar that does Avoda on Shabbos, so it's a violation of a czar doing Avoda and a violation of Chil Shabbos. We had a case of a Balmum Shashimesh Betuma, where it's a violation of a Balmum doing Avoda and of someone who's Tameh doing Avoda, two separate Isurim, and a Zar Sha'achal Malika. We have a Zar who eats, a non Kohen who eats from a bird that Malika was done on. So the bird is in the Vela. Legabe uh, Azar, because Azar is not allowed to eat from it. Plus, it's Kachim for Azar to eat that he's not allowed to eat from. So it's a violation of Zarus and a violation of Nevela. We had those three cases. We had Machlokas, Bar Kapara, and Rabbi Chia. So today we're going to discuss what exactly is the Nukudas HaMachlokas between Bar Kapara and Rabbi Chia, and within which Shita in Tanaim are they arguing about? Meaning, as we mentioned, Rabbi Yossi holds that when uh, Shimon was Boel, Eishas Ruvain, or Ruvain was Boel, Shimon, in the case of two brothers marrying two sisters, Yechayev Shtayim, Rabbi Shimon held Yechayev Achas. This machlokas is, is it just the same machlokas? Machlokas Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Shimon can't be. Then we would just say Tanayin, you know, that they're arguing in a machlokas Tanayim. So they're clearly arguing within one of the Shitos. Which of the Shitos are they arguing in? So in Amr Aleph, we're going to have three different approaches to understanding this machlokas between Bar Kapara and, uh, and Rabbi Chia. Then, right before the Mishnah on Beis, the Gemara is going to return to the discussion of the Chil Shabbos in the Avoda. We said if a Zar does the Avoda on, a, well the first case was Zar Shashimesh B'Shabbos. A Zar does the Avoda on Shabbos. It's an Isra of Zarus and it's an Isra of Chil Shabbos. What Avoda is an Isra of Chil Shabbos? Which Avoda in the Beis HaMikdash are you Mechal Shabbos? Tomorrow's going to have four possibilities. It's going to settle on one finally at the end, but it's going to have four possibilities of what kind of Avoda would be in a problem of Chil Shabbos. And then the Mishnah on the bottom of if we get to it today, is going to discuss, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, wife swapping. If someone accidentally, <laughs> the Gemara discusses whether it's purposely or accidentally, someone accidentally uh, swaps a wife before, uh, right before the chuppah with someone else, how many surim can you violate? It's one of those uh, Avera contest uh, mishnayis, where 
how many Averis can you violate in, in one act? So uh, several, you can violate a lot. And we'll see uh, how, how that, that could be a lot of different Averis. Okay, so the Gemara says on top, What exactly is this Machlokas between Rabbi Chia and Bar Kapara in all three of the cases that we had on Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, where Rabbi Chia says, Yechayev Shtayim, and Bar Kapara says, Eino Chayev Ela Achas. First possibility, says the Gemara, be Isr Kolel va'aliba de Rabiosi. They're working within Shitas Rabiosi, that you could be Chayev Shtayim, that Isr could be Chalel Isr. They're arguing whether when you have an Isr Kolel, whether Isr is Chalel Isr. In both of these cases, in all three of these cases, the Gemara is suggesting they are all cases of an Isr Kolel. Remember, there's a difference between Isr Mosif and Isr Kolel. Isr Mosif is when you have a Cheftza that becomes, the Cheftza Shal Isr becomes Asr to more people. People. That's Isr Mosif. Isr Kolel is that there are more Cheftzah Shalisr. The, uh, the original Cheftzah Shalisr that was Asr to you is still only Asr to as many people as it used to be Asr to, but now there are more Cheftzah Shalisr on you, so maybe because of that new, the new Isurim on the other Cheftzah Shalisr, that Isr could be Chal on the original Cheftzah Shalisr as well. So that's what we're suggesting, that all of these cases are Isr Kolel. Rabbi Chia Savar, Rabbi Chia holds, Rabbi Yossi be Isr Kolel Mechayev Tarti. Rabbi Chia holds that in the case of Isr Kolel, that's where Rabbi Yossi says you're Chayev twice. And Bar Kapara Savar lo Mechayev El Chada. But Bar Kapara says, no, Rabbi Yossi would hold that in the case of Isr Kolel, you're only Chayev once. That we would say, Ein Isr Chal Al Isr. If you look at Rashi, lo Mechayev El Chada, Rashi points out, the Chichive Rabbi Yossi Tarti. So why does Rabbi Yossi say you're Chayev twice? In the case where Ruvain sleeps with Shimon's wife or Shimon sleeps with Ruvain's wife, that's binasachai v'acharkach nasameis. Meaning that, let's say, Ruvain dies and Shimon sleeps with Ruvain's wife. That's if uh, Shimon had gotten married first and then Ruvain, who has subsequently died, got married. The Isser Mosifu, because that's a case of Isser Mosif then, uh, if, if, uh, if, if Shimon was the one who got married first. Because when Shimon got married, she became, uh, Ruvain's wife became usher to him as Achos Ishto. And then when Ruvain married Achos Ishto, she also became Eishes Achiv, and she became an Eishes Ish to everybody else also. So that's an Isser Mosif. It's the same Chefza Shalisser that becomes, uh, that becomes usher on more people. The uh, Eishes Mrs. Ruvain, now when Ruvain married her, became master of the whole world because she became a nation's ish. That's where Rabbi Yossi says you're chayiv twice. Only when it was an Isser Mosif. That which we said that Rabbi Shimon holds you only chayiv mishumesh And we said that's talking dafka in a case where the dead guy got married first, where Ruvain got married first. Yeah, that's not going to fit according to Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara would say that can't be the machlokas. Rabbi Chia is the one that learned it like that. Bar Kapara wouldn't fit according to that. So that's what they're arguing about. That Rabbi Chia holds that Rabbi Yossi would say by Yenisra Kolel, you're Chayiv uh, twice, and Bar Kapara says, no, only by Yisr Mosif, you're Chayiv twice, by Yisr Kolel, you're only Chayiv once, but the whole Machlokas is within Shitas Rabbi Yossi. Frank the Gemara, my Yisr Kolel Ikahacha, 
how are each of these cases an example of an iser kolo, where the the uh, where 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 the same chefzah shalisser does not become aser to more people, rather there be, you just create more chefzah shalisser? How is that how is that that true over here? So bishlam zar take the first case of a zar that does the avoda on Shabbos may karashari b'malacha va'aser ba'avoda. A czar on Friday was allowed to do malachos because it was Friday, it wasn't Shabbos. But it was usher for him to do avoda because a czar is not allowed to do the avoda. Asiola Shabbos comes along Shabbos. Migo de Kamitzar b'malacha. Once it becomes usher for him to do malacha, mitzar nami ba'avoda. So it becomes usher for him to do the avoda as well. And that's not called mosif because the chaticha, which is of iser, the chefza shaliser, it's not a chefza, but the chaticha di isura is the avoda. The avoda does not become. Uh, the, the, there's no additional iser on that uh, on that chefza. I mean that that avoda does not become usher to more. People, it was always Asr to Uzar. It remains Asr to Uzar. It was always Murtar Kohanim. On Shabbos, it remains Murtar to Kohanim. So the actual Isr does not apply to uh, to more people. That's why it's not Isr Mosif, but it is an Isr Kolel. Says the Gemara, Balmum. What about the second case? Second case was a Balmum Shashimesh Betuma. So Balmum Meikara Sharibachilava Asabavoda. A regular Balmum is allowed to eat Kachim, he's just not allowed to do Avoda. Itmile, once he becomes Tameh, Migo to Kamitzer Ba'achila, Mitzer Nami Ba'avoda. Then the Isra of Tumah is more expansive than the Isra of Balmum, because the Isra of Tumah will be Chal. <coughs> Will, will be enough to make it also for him to even eat kachim, and Mela, the Isra of Tumah, can be chal on the Avoda as well. So when he does the Avoda, he not only has the Isra of Balmum doing the Avoda, he has the Isra of a Tameh doing the Avoda. Ella, but the third case is a little bit more difficult. The third case was a Zar Sha'achal Malika. Malika bebas achasi de mishkachasla. Bisr kola lo mishkachasla. Malika, we find that it could both Yisurim could be chal at the same time. That the Yisur Nevela and the Yisur of the Zar eating Kachim could be chal at the same time. But we don't find that it's ever going to be an Yisur kola. As Rashi points out, that Malika at the time of Malikas, when both Isurim are chal simultaneously, so long as you didn't do Malika, there was only an Isra on it. But that's different than the Isra of a Zar eating Kadshim. The Isra went away with the Malika, and now you have a new Isra of a Zar eating Kadshim. That Isra Zari in Kachim starts at the Malika, and that's when Neve- the Yisra Nevela starts as well. So it comes simultaneously. Shenimlika, Venirus the Kohanim. When you have Malika, and now becomes Ra'i for Kohanim to, to eat, Paka Mina Yisra Zarus Mila. The Yisra of Mila goes away. Vechaylale Yisra Zarus, and the Yisra of Zar is now Chal. The Yisra Malika, the Yisra Basachas, and the Yisra Malika also at the same time. So it comes simultaneous, but it is certainly not an Yisra iser, Kolel. Frek tells us, wait a second, is that really Basachas? He says, well, as soon as you do the Malika, it becomes, it becomes a Nevela. But the, so definitely you have the Yisra Nevela at the time of the Malika. What about the Yisra Zarus? Is the Yisra Zarus Chal at the moment of the Malika? L'chora, one would imagine that the Yisra Zarus would be Chal as soon as it's Mutter for Kohanim to eat. 
and it's not yet mutter for Kohanim to eat at the time of the Malika. In order for Kohanim to eat, you need to wait for the Zrika. So the Lechora, the, the Isra of a Zar eating from a Malika is all from Kachim, from the from the, the, the Kachim that you did Malika on, from the from the oath that you did Malika on, is only going to be at the Zrika, which is after the time of Malika. That's Tosas Kasha, that the Isra Zar is Lechayel Adachar Zrika, she is Hetu Lechohanim, Kedavim Perek Basra de Makos, the Kalecha, the Kriyan of that the Yisra of Zar is only when when the when the heter for <coughs> for Kohanim applies. So it says a chiddush that the Yisra Nevela also only begins at the Zrika. The Nafke Yisra Meila, the Lochayil Yisra Nevela, Yisra Meila, the Chomer Minei. That the Yisra Nevela cannot be Chal on the Yisra Meila because the Yisra Meila is more Chomer, and the Yisra Meila didn't didn't go away until the Zrika. The Yisra Meila stays in place until the Zrika. So whereas Rashi understood that at the Shas Malika, that's when it all happened. Tos says no. We're saying it's in Yisra Basachas, not at the Shas Malika, at the Shas Zrika. That's when it becomes in Yisra Basachas. But either way, it's certainly not an Isra Kolel. So the Gemara has to now backtrack and say, okay, what are Bar Kapara and Rabbi Chia really arguing about if they're not arguing about Isra Kolel in Rabbi Yossi's view? Because it doesn't work with the third Machlokas. Ella's second possible suggestion says the Gemara, They're still arguing within the opinion of Rabbi Yossi who holds that is Sukhalisir, that when Shimon sleeps with Aisha's Ruvain after Ruvain dies, that he's in violation of two Isurim Ischaev Shtayim, they're still arguing on within that sheet of Rabiosi. But they're arguing, what would Rabbi Yossi say if both Yisurim are Babasachas? Would he still say that Yichayv Shtayim, or would he say that uh, you're not Chayv Shtayim? Rabbi Chia Savar Rabbi Yossi Bisser Basachas Mechayv Tarti, or that Rabbi Chia would hold that Rabbi Yossi would say the same is true when the two Yisurim are Chal simultaneously, or Bar Kapara Savar Lo Mechayv El Chada. Bar Kapara holds that no, that Rabbi Yossi would only be Mechayv uh, one in the case where it's Basachas. That uh, that the only case where he says Yichayv Tarti is by a case of Yisur Mosif, where uh, where 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 they weren't simultaneous, but the second one added more to the Yisr. But when two equally surim are chal simultaneously, Rabbi Yossi would hold the only chayv once. That's uh, Bar Kapara's opinion. Vahacha, my Yisr basachas ikachas. Now the Gemara has to go down this list of three cases that Bar Kapara and Rabbi Chia argued about and said, let's see, are all three of these, can all three of these cases be talking about where both Isurim were chal at the same time? So let's go through number one. Zar Shashimesh B'Shabbos. The first case was a Zar that does Avodah on Shabbos. How is it that the Isra of Shabbos and the Isra of Azar were chal simultaneously? Lechora, even before Shabbos, he was a Zar, so the Isra of Zar was there before Shabbos. How does it happen that it's chal at the same time? That he must be that he became a gadol, he became a bar mitzvah on Shabbos. He only grew shtei saaros in the middle of Shabbos. So at that moment that he became a gadol, that's when the Yisra of Zar and the Yisra of Shabbos were chal simultaneously. That's how you have the, the Basachas in that case. Balmum Nami, a case of the second case that they argued about was a Balmum Shashimesh Betuma, someone who had a Mum and was Tame, and he did the Avoda. How is it that they were Chal simultaneously? Lachora, he was a Balmum before he ever became Tame. No, Kagon Daisi Shtesa Aros, Vitmile. He was already Tame, but then he, 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 uh, <coughs> then he had Shtesa Aros, then he grew Shtesa Aros, and therefore, at the time that he grew Shtesa Aros, 
both isurim are chal uh, they, because there are no isurim that are chal before before the shtei saros. So he was a balmum and he was tamei, but he was a katan, so it didn't matter. Then he became a gadol, and now the fact that he's both a balmum and tamei matters simultaneously. So that's called bebasachis. Avle balmum adadi. That's called balmum and adadi. Inami, another possibility of how it could be that he became became a balmum and a tamei at the same time. Shechatach etzbao b'sakin tamei. He cut off his finger, or someone else cut off his finger with a tamei knife. So cutting off his finger is what made him a balmum, and the knife that was tamei was metamei him as he was becoming a balmum. Ms. Faison points out this works very well according to the Rambam, who holds that a nazir's megaleach on uh, Nagias Kalim Tameim, that even if a Nazir touches to Kalim Tameim, that a Nazir is going to be Megaleach on such a, on such a Tuma, and therefore there will be such an Isser of, uh, of Tuma. But according to the Ravid, that Nagias Kalim Tameim, when Nazir would not be Megaleach on Lechorah, <coughs> wouldn't be included in the Isser of, uh, of Tuma. So he suggests, the uh, Mitzvah suggests that maybe there's a difference between Bias Mikdash Betuma, where Nazir is, um, you need Nazir Megaleach, but Avodu Mikdash, you don't need a type of Tuma that a Nazir is Megaleach on. Maybe for the Yisra of Bias Mikdash, the level of Tuma you need to have in order to be high for Bias Mikdash when you're Tameh, for walking into the base of Mikdash when you're Tameh, is the level of Tuma that a Nazir would be Megaleach on. But the level of Tuma you need for uh, for doing Avoda in the Mikdash while you're Tameh, to be high for that, maybe you don't need that level of Tuma that a Nazir would be Megaleach on. That's how you'd be Metarit, according to the Ravid. So it says, okay, this is great. Meaning, what do we do? We just showed how the, the cases that they argue about are uh, could all be bebas achas, and therefore it makes sense that within Shitas Rabbi Yossi, that your Chayiv Shtayim, Rabbi Chia holds, Rabbi Yossi would hold by Yisr Bas Achas, you're still Chayiv Shtayim. And Barakapara says, no, you're only Chayiv Achas by Yisr Bas Achas. Says, Bishlam al Rabbi Chia, that works very well according to Rabbi Chia, that your Chayiv Shtayim, Ki Isni al that he is going according to Rabbi Yossi, and Kiyosin Bar Kapara Rabbi Shimon, and uh, whatever Bar Kapara has to say is uh, meaning Bar Kapara. Remember, both of them swore that they heard from Rebbe, their Shita. So we don't want any of them to be a liar. We just want one of them to have maybe misunderstood the exact circumstances under which Rebbe said what he told them. So Rabbi Chia was saying, I heard Rebbe say that Yechayim Shtayim. So great, Rabbi Chia will say, yeah, that's a Libet Rabbi Yossi. And when Bar Kapara said that he swore that he heard Rebbe say that it's only that it's only once, he's not lying. He did hear Rebbe say that you're only Chayiv one. But that was a Libet Rabbi Shimon, that Rabbi Shimon who disagreed with Rabbi Yossi. Holds, you only ain't no Chayiv Achas. So that works out very nicely. El Bar Kapara, but according to Bar Kapara's point of view, that even Rabbi Yossi would say, Eino Chayev Ela Achas, by Yenisabas Achas. That even Rabbi Yossi would say, You're only Chayev one for Yenisabas Achas. For sure, Rabbi Shimon would say, You're only Chayev one by Yenisabas Achas. So Rabbi Chia Shakuri Kamashaker, when Rabbi Chia is swearing up and down that Rabbi said that Yechayev twice, what, he's lying? Is there any other way to understand it? If both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon are going to say, You're only Chayev one, when did one Rabbi tell Rabbi Chia that Yechayev twice? So it would turn out that Rabbi Chia is lying according to Bar Kapara's opinion. So this is difficult to say that we're going to frame the Machlokas in, uh, in this way where somebody has to be lying. But before we move on, just uh, a, a, a point over here. There is a, um, there is a discussion in, uh, in, in the Chuvas 
of uh, of the Betzal Achachor, Betzal Stern, the uh, brother of the Debetzin Arav, in Chelak Alv Simin Nun Beis, where he's asked about a Ben Eretz Yisrael that comes to Chutzlaretz to stay. And the halacha is that if a Ben Eretz Yisrael comes to Chutzlaretz to stay, he keeps two days Yantiv, because he's here to stay. What if he comes in the middle of his boat, uh, arrives at the port in the middle of the uh, second day of Yantiv? Does he observe second day of Yantiv? Does he daven second day Yantiv davening? Does he put on tefillin? What's his halach in terms of second day yantiv? So the svarah to say that uh, that that he would he, that he would not keep to the, the second day yantiv that he would put on tefillin and daven a, a weekday davening is that the kedusha sayom can't start in the middle of the day. And when the kedusha sayom when the when the day started there was no kedusha sayom for him. He was out in the sea. He was not yet a ben chutzlaretz. So kedusha sayom didn't start. So he suggests that maybe a raya from our sugya that kedusha sayom can be chal even be'emtza yom and even uh, though ben hashmashos it was complete weekday for him. But when he he was Higiel the Yishuv, Kedusha's Yom Tov begins. Because our Gemara says, Azar Shashimish B'Shabbos, how could it be that the Yisra Shabbos and Yisra Zaros come at the same time? Hevi Be'Saros B'Shabbos. He becomes a Gadol on Shabbos, in the middle of Shabbos. So both the Yisra Zaros and the Yisra Shabbos begin. So you see that the Chiv Shmira Shabbos begins Be'Emtzayom, even though he wasn't Chayiv in the Shmira Shabbos during Ben Hashmashos. He was still a, a Katan. <laughs> but then he says, nah, maybe that's different. Because it could be that Katan Shanaskadul Bemsayom, he had Kedusha Sayom when Shabbos began. It's just that he had no Chiyuvim Klape that Kedusha Sayom. But for him, the day was already a day of Kedusha Sayom. It's just that he was a Katan, so, uh, <clears throat> so he wasn't yet Chayiv in the, in the mitzvot. But on some level, there's a little Ktsas Chiyuv for, uh, for Katanim in, uh, in mitzvot at least. And maybe that's enough. To be able to say that it could begin in middle, that it, that he becomes a gadol in the middle of Shabbos and he gets the full uh, restrictions in the middle of Shabbos. But someone who just lands on a boat, maybe that would be different, and you wouldn't get the the full restrictions in the middle of Shabbos. There's also a lot of discussions about this uh, the case where the Gemara said of becoming a tummy and a balmum simultaneously. How do you become a tummy and balmum simultaneously? They chop off his finger. So at the time of the chopping off his finger, he became both tummy and a uh, and a balmum. There's a chuv in the binyan some kuf samuk beis binyan Chadashos, where uh, where he, where he asks, according to the Gemara in Bechoros, by that the Gemara in Bechoros says about Mumin that Rabbi Eliezer Omer Af Bali Hadaldulin Psulin Baadam Uksherin Bebehema. That if you have an Avar Amadudol, you have a, a limb that is just hanging on by a thread. That that's going to be Psulin Baadam. That's what makes a person a Balmum. So it turns out that the Yisra Balmum is Kadam Latuma because the Yisra Balmum is as soon as the Avar is uh, the the limb, the finger is uh, is 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 hanging even though it's not yet fully detached. Whereas the Yisra of Tumal is only Chal when it's completely cut off, when it's cut off Legamri. So that's what the Bin Zion points out. Lechor, it's not really simultaneous. So he suggests that maybe that's only Shittas Rabbi Lezer, but the Tanakam over there is Cholik, and our Gemara is going according to the Shittas of the Tanakam. Or he says that maybe well, he suggests, okay, he suggests other, other uh, Terutzim as well. The Hafla wants to know why we Dafka talk about, I mean, what, what a gruesome case to pick. Why don't you just say that Niptizir or something? Isn't that what we always say by a behema? When the behema becomes right there, that, uh, that, there was, uh, that there was something because Tzorim Ozno Shol Bukhar. That's what we always have. You make the Bukhar Balmums, Tzorim Ozno Shol Bukhar. Why do we have to have a gruesome case where you chop off the guy's finger? So the, uh, the Hafla suggests that we're not talking about that the guy became Tame from the night. We're talking about that he needed to be, that the halacha is when an aver of a human, a full aver of a human being is removed 
from a live person, it, it now has the ability to be metame the person. Uh, the aver itself has the ability to be metame the person. So we're assuming over here that it's not the knife that's being metame. And this, and this answers, by the way, the point that we said from the Ravid before, that the Ravid holds that if you become tame from kalim, it's not a tumah that a nazir megaleach loves. So it's not a level of tumah that you'd be chayef for. Says Afla, no, we're not talking about you becoming tame from the knife. We're talking about you becoming tame from the aver that's being cut off. The only thing is, if the knife is being chotzeit, between the aver that's being cut off and the rest of your body, so and the knife is not something that's makabel tumah, then uh, then you would never become tame. But because the knife is makabel tumah, so it's not going to be chotzeitz b'fnei tumah, and you're going to be able to become tame from that aver. But that's where the real tumah is. The real tumah is coming from from the aver that that was cut off, and not from the uh, and not from the knife itself. It was an interesting chiddush in how to read the gemara. So now the gemara says we need to come up with a third possibility of what it is that Bar Kapar and Rabbi Chia are arguing about. What exactly is the Nekudah Samachlokas? Ella says the Gemara about eight lines from the end of the page, They're arguing about Isr Basachas, but Valibid Rabbi Shimon. They're arguing within the sheet of Rabbi Shimon, not within the sheet of Rabbi Yossi. Meaning Rabbi Shimon who said that when Shimon sleeps with Ruvain's wife after Ruvain dies, so he's only Chayiv once, what about, that's by Isr Mosif. What about by Isr Basachas? What if there was a... He, yeah, he says ein iser chalal iser. That's because once one iser is chal, it doesn't leave any room for the other iser to be chal. But maybe if they come simultaneously, then they could both be chal at the same time. So bishon the rebbe chia kamishtabelafuke. The rebbe shimon mechiskia. I understand very well. <coughs> the rebbe chia is going to take a shvua that you chayev twice in this case to tell us that Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold you only chayv once over here, that even Rabbi Shimon would say you chayv twice. But why does Bar Kapara have to be so insistent? Why does he have to, what's, why does he have to, uh, to take a shavuah that you're only, uh, that you're only chayv once? Meaning if that's generally Rabbi Shimon's shita. So Kasha, so Gemara leaves that uh, unresolved. Bishlam al-Bar Kapara, and according to this understanding, also I understand Bar Kapara, ki isni Rebbe l'didei, when Rebbe told Bar Kapara that you're only chayiv once, that's alibid Rabbi Shimon. That was according to Rabbi Shimon. Ki isni Rabbi Chia, alibid Rabbi Yossi. When he told Rabbi Chia that you chayiv twice, he wasn't, Rabbi Chia wasn't lying about that. He did tell Rabbi Chia you chayiv twice, but that was alibid Rabbi Yossi. That was within the shita of Rabbi Yossi. Al-Rabbi Chia, but according to Rabbi Chia, that even Rabbi Shimon would say, that even Rabbi Shimon would say you're chayv shtayim when it's bas achas. So Bar Kapara Shakuri Kamashakar. It turns out that when Bar Kapara swore that Rebbe said you're only chayv once, Bar Kapara was lying. How could you say such a thing? So Amalachar Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Chia would respond, Kiisnia Rebbe Lididei Tarti Luftur Isnia the Iser Kolel Isnia Valibid Rabbi Shimon. That when uh, when Rebbe was teaching, Rabbi Chia would tell you that when Rebbe was teaching him, he really only told him the the first two cases, not the third case. And it was a case of Iser Kolel, and it was the the Machlokas was Isser Kolal according to Rabbi Shimon. I mean, he was telling him Isser Kolal according to Rabbi Shimon. V'chazil bar kapara lezar shachal malika bar kapara saw the case of zar shachal malika v'aidi didamula arva badayu. And he said, oh, zar shachal malika is just like balmum shashimish betuma. It's just like zar shashimish b'shabes. It seems very similar to the first two cases. So he threw it in there. He put it in together with the other two cases. It was only bar kapara that compared the two cases. The three cases to this third case to the other two. And he saw that it's only going to be Shaykh Basachas. It's not going to be Shaykh Isr Kolal in the third case. Like we said in Amaral, it's only Shaykh Basachas. So the Savar, and he figured, 
Hanami b'vasachas. That if the third case is a situation of basachas, the first two cases must also be a situation of basachas. And if in the third case you're potter, then in the other two cases you must be potter as well. Or so. So uh, the bottom line is the way the way the Gemara is explaining it now is is he is he lying? Is he, <coughs> is he lying? No, he wasn't lying. He just terribly misunderstood. Bar Kapara, completely misunderstood. He's, he's not telling a lie. He thought, <coughs> when Rebbe said that you're Pater, he thought that Rebbe said in all three cases. But it's not true. He only said it in the first two cases. And it was because of Isser Kolel. But he thought it was the third case also. And it was all because of Basachas. So it was an honest mistake. If you have the case of the first two of the three cases that Barakabar Rabbi Chia argued about, you violate all the different Isurim according to Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shimon says, no, in each case you only violate one Isur. In the first case you only violate Zarus, in the second case you only violate Balmum. Shaira, but apparently they don't discuss the third case. What about a Zarsha Chamulika? So the man Shaira, now, according to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi would even say by Nisr Kolel, you chayiv twice. So Nisr Basachas, like that third case of Malika, of where you do the, the Zar eats the, from the Malika, of course you'd be chayiv twice. El the Rabbi Shimon, it must be that it's within Shittas Rabbi Shimon. It will be Isr Kolel who depatar, avol Bisr Basachas mechayiv. And Rabbi Shimon says, yeah, you're patar by Nisr Kolel, because ain't Nisr Chalal Isr. But when two Isr Merchal Simultaneously, then in Achinami you'd be chayiv in uh, the third case where it's basachas. Says Gemara, Tiyufta Dvar Kapara Tiyufta, and that's ultimately the Tiyufta Dvar Kapara. We must assume, like the sheet of Rabbi, of, of Rabbi Chia, that you're chayiv shtayim and that you're not chayiv achas. That was the uh, and that, that Rabbi Chia was correct. That Bar Kapara completely misunderstood what Rabbi was telling him about that third case. Zor Shashimish Peshabbos Now the Gemara says, well, let's take a step back. We started, the first case was a Zor who does the Avoda on Shabbos. So what two Isurim did he violate? Well, number one, he's a non-Kohen doing the Avoda. And second, he's being Mechal Shabbos. Where's the Chil Shabbos in the Avoda? What exactly is he doing that's Chil Shabbos? If you're talking about the fact that he's doing shchita, yeah, that's Chil Shabbos, but that's not a violation of a czar doing avoda. A czar is allowed to do shchita. That's uh, that's that's fair game for a czar. Shchita is kosher by a czar. The Kabbalah, second possibility, Kabbalah Valacha, that he's doing the Kabbalah Saddam or the Halacha Saddam. Well, that's a violation of a czar, but Tiltul Diamahu, that's not a violation of Shabbos. That's just Muktza, that's not a Malacha on Shabbos. So that can't be what we're talking about where he does a Kabbalah and a Halacha. The Iba Haktara, and if you want to tell me that it's Haktara, that it's the burning of the limbs of the animal on the Mizbeach, but the violation of burning the limbs is only havara, and havara is not a malacha. Havara is a la, is a lav, is, is only love according to Rabbi Yossi. So machlokas tanaim throughout Shas in many places in Shas, the Torah says that you're not allowed to do kol malacha on Shabbos, not allowed to do any of the malachas on Shabbos, but it just broadly defines it as kol malacha. But then we have a separate pasuk lo suvaru eish bechol 
Shlosh Vesechem, that you're not allowed to do Avara on Shabbos. So the Tanoim argue, why does it have to single out Avara? So one opinion is, Havara that Avara is singled out to show that each and every Malacha is independent, so that you should know that if you violate 39 Malachas on Shabbos, you chayv 39 separate times. It's not just one big Isra called Shabbos. Each Malacha is an independent Isra, is an independent Malacha. But the other sheet is that no, Havara is singled out because Havara is different. That's Rabbi Yossi. Havara Havara is singled out because Havara is not something you chayv Misa for. It's a regular Losase. It would be like any other regular Losase in the Torah. So it's qualitatively different than the other 38 Malachos. So how could it be that that's the Chil Shabbos that we're talking about? It's only a love. So Amr that we must be talking about a case where you shechted the par, the czar shechted the par of the Kohen Gadol. And we're assuming that even though a czar is allowed to do shechita, yeah, that's a regular kabbalah, but not on the partial Kohen Gadol. That he's not, not allowed to do shechita. So that's a real legitimate chil Shabbos, and it's a legitimate czar doing avod that he's not allowed to do. Well, the partial coin gadol, it's not just a czar that's not allowed to do it. A coin hediot's not allowed to do that either. So why do we have to talk about a czar? Talk about a coin hediot. Shazaret's loka amar. Says the Gemara, that's what it means. It means someone who's not allowed to be doing the shchit of the power of the coin gadol, meaning anyone who's not the coin gadol, who does the shchit of the power of the coin gadol on Shabbos, is in violation of both Shabbos and a violation of Zarus, even if he's a real coin. What was the problem with saying Havara? We said Havara, that's not a real Malacha. Well, does it say that, uh, that it has to be Chataos or Lavin? It just says it has to be Isurim. Who cares whether it's a real Malacha or not a real As long as it's an Isur. And there might be enough Gemina, even if it's not something that you'd be Chayiv a carbon for, a separate carbon for, uh, it's still enough Gemina to know whether you're Chayiv separately for it. Because uh, because we need to know whether you, that person is someone who would be buried amongst tzaddik, amongst rishon gemurim or a lower level rishayim. So it doesn't have to be something that you would necessarily be chayiv a carbon. And therefore, the whole discussion is really not so relevant. We could say that we're talking about avara. We're talking about the malach of avara when he does the haktara. That's the uh, the violation. The violation is the haktara. So that's also an interesting point. The idea that the haktara. Is uh, is is not is is if it's a, is only a low sase uh, because all he's doing is the malach of mavir frek the arsameach and hilchas shvisas asar perik aluf halacha beis. Why doesn't the gemara say that when you do the haktara that you're chayiv mishum evashel? It's not only havara; you're also cooking. So isn't that isn't that a real genuine bona fide av melacha? <coughs> mevashal certainly not on a lower level. So there's no mevashal lelav yatsasa. So why don't we say you're being mevashal and you're makdir devarim? So you're certainly being mevashal the devarim. In fact, the Arsamech points out the Yushalmi in the second paragraph of Shabbos says that a zar sheshimish b'Shabbos and his hikdir is chayv mishum mevashal. Says that the is bishul. So why does the Bavli assume that it's not going to be bishul? The Bavli assumes that it's only going to be avara. So the Arsamech suggests. That since that we can suggest that since the emurim that, that the czar is uh, is is burning are puzzle, so czar shashimish b'migdash is only being makalkel, so he's only chay, he's, he's, so so he's not going to be chayiv mishum vashel because he's being makalkel in the bishul because he's ruining it, he's making he's puzzling all those all those emurim. I what about mavir? So by mavir the gemara says that he's chayiv. That's because since it could be that he's being masakin through his havara, how could it be that he's being masakin through his havara if he's makdir the last kezayis that's remaining from the emurim? 
that's la- that burning of the last kazais is mat to the kohanim to eat their chelik of the carbon because if the the emurim became tame or became neva they became lost and as long as all of them are gone they're all lost or they're all or, or they're all tame then the kohanim are allowed to eat their chelik so being matir that last kazais is a tikkun on some level even though it's a psul agabe the the limbs itself that he's burning it's a psul for them but it's going to be it's going to be a tikkun for the kohanim to be able to eat their chelik of the of the carbon. So the haktara he's going to violate mavir for because the mavir is a masakein. But on bishul, bishul is going to be mekalkel. So it's not going to be a violation of bishul. That's how the the suggests. However, the sefer Evan Yisrael suggests differently. He says that no, the reason why the bavli holds you're not chayv mishum mevashel is because you're not being mevashel laachila, and therefore it's not going to be it's not going to be shaykh bishul. When we, whenever you're the the that which you're doing the malacha on is not going to be used at all. It's just completely being destroyed, and it's just going to be gone forever. That's not called a violation of the, of the Malach of Bishel. And he says, therefore, he suggests, a, a, ma- a major kula, he says, when you take a frozen challah out of, the, out of the freezer on Shabbos, and you want to use it for your Shabbos meal, so what do you do? You put it on the hot plate. You ever think, wait a second, it's, it's not a violation of Ofa, it's already baked, and there's ain't a fiach or a fiach or anything. So fine, you put it on that. But you know, sometimes there's icicles on it. There's, like, there's, there's ice all around it. What's happening to that ice when you put the ice on the hot plate? Number one, it's melting. But in the, after it melts, it gets cooked up. It gets heated up. Isn't that a violation of Bishel da Oraisa on Shabbos? Your mom is cooking the water. And that, that's, uh, that's attached to the, uh, to the frozen challah. He says, no, it's not a violation of Bishel. Because you, it's just never. It's just completely, it's supposed to just, uh, uh, it's, it's supposed to just disappear and be gone. And you have no intention to eat it, to use it whatsoever. And therefore, it's not, not a violation of Bishel whatsoever. This is a very interesting discussion. Post can have in general. It's something that's just completely going to be gone. We just say it's a violation. They, uh, the post can discuss when they talk about smoking on Yantif. Uh, so a lot of times on the side of the cigarette, aside from the fact that it's uh, an issue of suicide and everything else, but on this side, and, and it's an issue of Havara, Daraisa, it's an isra, the idea that people think that smoking is Mutra and Yantif, Bismanenu, when we know it's like ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't, there's no, no possibility. That it's mutran yantiv, so it's chul yantiv. It's not shavu l'kal nefesh. It's a double passion. But anyway, one of the things they discuss is the letters on the side of the cigarette. That it's a violation that you're erasing the letters. So Shlomo Zalman has such a suggestion. He says when you uh, if a, you burn a house down, is it a violation of mochik because there were books in the house? He says no. Nah, when you completely destroy something, it's completely gone. That's not a violation of uh, of erasing something. Very similar idea to this uh, to this Evan Israel. Okay, let's see the next Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Shnayim you have two guys are Makadesh, two women, unrelated, no one's related to each other over here. They came up with a good way to do an Avera, though. They decided that they're going to switch wives at the time of the Chuppah. So each one sleeps with the other one's wife. If the guys happen to have been brothers, they also violate Eshazach, the second Israel. If the women happen to be sisters, it's also a violation of a third sir, of uh, your wife's sister. Vim hayu nidos, and if they also happen to be nidos, mishum nida, then it's also a violation of nidos. So you could you could uh, accomplish many many averos with this uh, with this one act, <coughs> with this one act of beer. Tosa Rush says. You want to tell me how many Yisurim you can violate? You can come up with so many more. I mean, if you want to be creative, yeah, she's Bas Ishto, Kalaso, you know, this is your mamas. Come on, we, we've come up with uh, much more creative ways 
to, to dream up Yisurim. So he says, no, the Tana only wants to teach us a Chiddush of, in the din of Ein Yisur Chalilisr, that by Yisur Kolo, Yisur Mosif, Yisur Basachas, that this is going to be Chalilisr. So Dafka sets up Yisurim, that are Kolo, Mosif, Basachas, the Gemara is going to discuss that in tomorrow's Daf, how that's exactly what the Tana is trying to do for us over here. Uma Chadashim, and then they can't go back to their husbands for three months because they might be pregnant from the other guy. But if they were katanos who are unable to have children yet, so then we could, uh, they can go back to their original husbands right away. But if they're kohanos, then they're not going to be allowed to eat truma because they were mechal themselves. Says the Gemara, they switched wives? Wow, we're talking about Rishayim over here? Why would you say that they switched wives? And also Rebichia comments on our Mishnah that between the four people involved and the four different Isurim, you're going to end up with 16 Karbanos being brought. But if they're doing it Bemezid, there shouldn't be Karbanos. Karbanos is only when it's Shogeg. You can't say, uh, you have to change the word. It's not that it's Huchlifu. It's not that they switched on purpose. It was accidentally the women, uh, the women got switched. The Rashash is bothered by the first Kasha. Wow, we're dealing with Rashan. Have you learned Yavamas? I mean, the, the whole Nesachta is Midi Birushi Yaskinan. What do you mean? Are we talking about Rashan? He says, no, but over here, it would be better. There's no Nafkamina, how many Isurim you violate. Bishogig, there's Nafkamina. So it would be much better to say that the Mishnah is talking about Bishogig than to say that the Mishnah is talking about a case where you violated Bemezid. And Hakinam Sabbath, the Tani Sabbath, Mayukatan, Shane, actually, Hakinam Sabbath, Shem will pick up tomorrow. Okay.